On episode 8 of the San Diego Podcast, Pizza Port's Jill Olesh shares how Tom Petty opened her eyes to the world of live music, books her own imaginary festival, and plays a beer and band association game. All that and more is up next. Hello and welcome to the San Diego Podcast. I am your host, Dustin Lutzbike, and with me today in our studio is Jill from Pizza Port. Thank you for being here. Oh, thank you so much for having me. It's a big, big honor to have you here. For uh, people that may not be familiar with Jill, she is one of the most recognizable figures in San Diego Stop. beer. Uh, <laughs> she is the Senior Sales and Brand Development Manager at Pizza Port and is a former president of the San Diego Brewers Guild. That's kind yeah, of a big deal. That's I did, very cool. I did that. The first time that I ever had a Pizza Port beer was actually not at Pizza Port. It was at Soda Bar, and they had a keg of Eucharist Sinister oh, Imperial Stout. Danger. And oh, <laughs> I'm going to tell you right now that that is up there with maybe my favorite beer of all time. Oh, it's such a good beer. It's so good. Yeah, um, we're talking 12%, yes. 15 specialty malts. Oh man, and, and liquid it, metal. Yeah, and it's and it. Uh, I had it before a show that I played, yeah. and uh, that show was a little different than some of the other shows. <laughs> I appreciate no, like, it was... uh, the word "different." <laughs> very diplomatic. It was no, it's great though, and and I thought it was. I didn't realize um, the high ABV in it, and uh, when they gave it to me, they give you in the smaller glass, sure. right? And I'm like, I didn't pay for this little shrimpy beer, and then I realized, oh, oh, this is <laughs> oh, hefty. This is a shot. Yeah, <laughs> this packs a punch, and um, and of course, um, I thought it was really cool because. Uh, it was named after Eucharist, which yeah. is a local band, local uh, metal band. And, um, you know, those guys, from what I understand, they work at Pizza Port still, or do they used to, or I don't know. Uh, so Gino, who um, has been gone from Pizza Port for about two years, hmm. um, he's now the head brewer at Bolt Brewery. Oh, okay. Which Interesting. is really cool. Yeah. Um, and then Bell, who still, I believe, plays with Eucharist mm -hmm. um, and also plays with like cattle decapitation oh, and man. some other, yeah, he's, yeah. he's out there um, was still working at our ocean beach location. So, okay. well, Eucharist will always be part of the pizza port family. There's a lot of, I was, a lot of love you know, there. I was looking it up. I was on your website. I was looking around and, um, I was going through the the different tasting rooms because you guys have you know five five different locations. We yeah? have five locations, yeah, and they all brew, so yeah. they're all actually their own brewery license, which is pretty crazy. Oh, that's crazy! <laughs> and, uh, and of course, they all had like um, you know different beers, and yeah. Uh, and I was looking to see if if Eucharist uh, uh, the stout was still made because I wasn't sure I hadn't right. had it in a little while, and so like yeah. I was man, I was hoping you guys were were still making it, and you are, and that's great. Um, and the other thing that I wanted to point out was that. Um, you know, this, this kind of like, um, local championing of, of, of local music yeah. you know, support championing of that, uh, I think is, is, is really great. You know, there's, there's, as far as I'm concerned, it's not really enough. There's not really enough of that, uh, in, in the local beer scene. I mean, because, you know, there's, you know, beer and bands, they go together right? and, you know that a lot of these musicians, you know, they're working at breweries and they're working at, oh, yeah. you know, pubs and bars and all that kind of stuff. And I feel like the collaboration potential is there, especially if they have a great band um, like Eucharist and then Joe Aguilar, who yeah. uh, played uh, Burning of Rome. Oh, my gosh. And you guys have a Burning of Rome IPA, I believe We have it a is. Burning of Rome IPA. And, I, I, we told them if they ever got back together, we'd put it in a can. I don't know, <laughs> I don't know if that offer still stands. But funny story about Burning of Rome. When it was fermenting the first time, we had... Um, I'm pretty sure we did this with Eucharist too, but we had 
a head, like a little little boombox on top of the fermenter, and it would just play Norman Bates. Oh. Or it would basically play their e- – I think the EP only had like six songs on it, but the chorus so. of Norman Bates, it goes over and over, over and over again. So we'd yeah. all come for our bar shifts, and we'd be behind the bar, and we'd hear that. So for the first like – I don't know, three months I knew who Burning of Rome was. That was all I could retain (laughs) from it. And then I watched the music video and it's the song's called Norman Bates. It's about stabbing someone over and over and over. It's the story of Norman Bates. It's so wonderful. And it's just happy me like over and over. I'm like, oh my God. uh, Yeah, yeah. that that took a sinister turn. Yeah, that's, you know, that's, and, and that's kind of what I'm talking about. Like you guys seem to have just this cool approach to incorporating local music and the people that work at your brewery. And yeah, your I think and that's it. It's the people and you definitely see it around. I mean, there's other breweries that are for sure super supportive of that. Yeah. I think that um, a big nod to Gina and Vince owning Pizza Port for all these years is kind of the autonomy they give all of their staff for the most part, but just the brewers to brew what they want, yeah. name the beers what they want within reason. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but just also, you know, support things. Yeah. Um, we had Carlsbad, our, our AGM at Carlsbad Vons in a band called Avenue Army, and they had oh, a yeah. they had yeah. a record come out called Holding Steady, and Mike Abishan brewed a beer called Holding Steady. They came over, did a brew day. Oh, that's right. Um, yeah, things like that. So it's I think it's special, and I think that, you know, again, we've been so lucky to have these community-centric pubs uh for all these years where people just kind of grew up going there and it was part of the neighborhood and you were there talking about how the surf is and what your kids did at school and they're running around playing video games and you're drinking fresh ipa like (laughs) that's how that's that's pizza port when i think of pizza port you know so for sure um, just special there's a segment i like to do on this podcast it's called first four okay and it's kind of when we 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 go back in time a little bit and we go uh Back to like the firsts of your oh, life. Oh, man. This should be interesting. This is going to be good. Yeah. All right. First four. The first artist or band that you ever really loved, really obsessed about. I was actually thinking about this on the way here. I had a saxophone case. I played saxophone oh, in like seventh okay. grade. Very cool. And on my saxophone case, I had a Bob Marley sticker, a Grateful Dead sticker, and a Dave Matthews Band sticker, and I was 11. Wow. <laughs> my parents... We're hippies, for sure. Um, Dad went to Woodstock. My mom lived across the street from Steven Tyler when, like, they were, you know, in Boston when Aerosmith was just starting to play, like, Harper's Ferry and all those. My dad had the Loving Spoonful playing in his basement. I mean, so I grew up on just music. Like, I... Yeah. Yeah. Um, But the the first, like, that I remember being, like, very obsessed about were them. I think my older brother was into Dave Matthews, and that's kind of what got me into it. Yeah. He's four four years older, and I grew up in upstate New York, and there's a really amazing uh, amphitheater called Saratoga Performing Arts Center that's in the middle of Saratoga State Park, and it is gorgeous. Mm. And, I mean, I remember being in the orchestra pit with my parents with, like, the little squishy orange earplugs. Earplugs, yeah. yeah. <laughs> when, when I was, like, five, like Linda Ronstadt and Aaron Neville and Carol King and all the way. Yeah. Ah, first band, First band I saw by myself or with a friend and I think maybe her dad, uh, Tom Petty. That, that was, was like, my next question. Yeah. What was your first concert that you went to uh, on your own? Tom, Tom Petty, Petty and the Heartbreakers. Man, that is... Pretty cool. Awesome. I, thank you. I'm pretty proud of that. Very cool. Yeah. I was lucky enough, again, to have hippie parents that took me to pretty much anything and everything they would they would get the calendar and be like all right we're going to these shows oh, that's you know awesome. and, and that's I'd go so cool. I, think, I think I think I saw like Queen Latifah played there what? <laughs> yes and everything yeah yeah that's right yeah it was pretty unique okay all right yeah 
third question. Go on. The f- the first album that you bought yourself. Ooh. It might have been Sublime Self-Titled. Oh, really? Yeah. It might have been Sublime Self-Titled, and it, it was either that or Tragic Kingdom. Oh, Tragic Kingdom. Man, what a record. Yeah. I grew up in upstate New York, so me being super into it, and it, it all stems from my parents, like, growing up obsessed with the beach and going to Cape Cod, which was, like, the closest beach whenever we could, but no shortage of like steel drums of the Caribbean and like all sorts of reggae CDs and our three disc changer, as I recall. Um, So I think that kind of got me onto the whole like ska and punk thing. So being introduced to sublime in a place that wasn't Southern California where you're, it's not like something that you hear every day, you know what I mean? And it was probably right around when Bradley died. Um, And just all of the influences that that, you know, album pulled and just, he in general was able to kind of conjure into that style. Um, and then going to something like no doubt, just, it was like, this is, I'm moving to San Diego. This is, this is going to be my <laughs> <That's> life. <laughs> I'm going to do this, you know? So, and that kind of got me into like Goldfinger and uh, Less Than Jake yeah. and like all those ska bands from right. like the mid nineties. Um, but I was also into Unwritten Law and Lagwagon okay. and stuff like that, which again, you know, Growing up in upstate New York, I remember going to see the Whalers on a Tuesday night in the winter, and I was wearing like a cutoff t-shirt and cargo <laughs> pants, and I was 15, drinking a bottle of Malibu in the parking lot. <laughs> it was snowing. Oh, oh wow. Anyway, that was, that, sorry to you're not digress the f- there a little bit. But. You're not the first person to talk about Sublime on this uh, podcast. Uh, it seems like everybody has a Sublime story. Yeah. Cece from Little Hurricane was talking about- really? uh, that was uh, the first, uh, I think that was the first album she bought herself to. It was a 40 Ounces of Freedom, I think it was. Yeah. But uh, yeah, everybody has a sublime story. It's yeah. crazy. Number four. Okay. What is the first song you sing at karaoke? Oh, man, I am so bad <laughs> at karaoke. That's kind of, I mean, that's kind yeah. of the point of the karaoke, though, when you think about it. It's uh, like, you know, we're not we're not singers up in here. We're, yeah. we're, we're just having fun. I sang Love is a Battlefield. Oh, yeah. And it was real bad. Oh, that's um, great, though. That's a it, great choice. It was pretty, I mean, it was so bad, it was good, yeah. That's a fantastic, that's that's something, my wife would choose a song like that. I, I think she probably has done that song before. <laughs> it, was, it was pretty fun. It was pretty bad. Do you ever get to, like, head out to, like, shows and stuff around town? Do you ever have time for that? Like, when you're heading out? I around? wish I had more. Yeah. Um, I actually was thinking I should have made my New Year's resolution to see shows. I lived down the street from Poor House, and they're, like, mm. the caliber of bands that have been coming through there in the last few years. It's just like, whoa. So, yeah, yeah. You know, the, the, the kind of local North County folk, you get, like, taken by Canadians and um, something in the wind. Trouble in Trouble the Wind. In the wind. Sorry, guys. It, San it Diego fun. Music Award winners. Trouble in We're the Wind. Award Trouble <laughs> in the Wind. And uh, Shane Hall plays a lot. Yes, um, yeah. Nathan James. Yeah, yeah. Can, yeah, can bitter. Yeah. The, all the crew. Yeah, yeah, all, yeah so, all those guys. Yeah. I'm trying to catch them, them whenever I can. Uh, moans. Some, some beer industry folks in there. Yeah. Um, Dead Feather Moon got some beer industry folks in there. Love yes. those guys. Slide yes. guitar, Greg Peters. Is he still a at, uh, Lost Abbey or is he somewhere else? He though? is at June Shine. June he Shine. is making okay. the booch. Interesting. Doing a really good job with it. Hmm, interesting. Okay. Yeah. My next question for you. Go on. If you were to book your own Pizza Port Music Festival. And, oh, and man. You, you could book like any band, you know. 
national touring act or local or or whatever you would like who would you who would you choose to be on your festival this is rough yeah i don't you know does this reflect me or the the thoughts of pizza port brewing company you know what i think i think uh you know the owners of pizza port would want you to act uh from your heart and book who you think uh, would bring you the most joy personally. And I think everyone else would appreciate that as well. You want to talk through it with me? You have I think I would of... have to have Metalachi. Oh, okay. That's a great festival band. Because they are so fun. Yeah. I mean, if I was thinking about like who I would want to see and who I think would put on a great show, I like Manu Chow is one of the first people that comes to my mind. So mm. in order to kind of make it a little bit more relatable for the general public, att- public <laughs> attendees. Um, I think that, you know, oh man, I don't know. This is really hard. Okay. So we've, we've, we've got metal, metalogy. We've got metalogy. We have Manny Chow. I would want somebody that has like a rock element. Mm, so yeah. I want somebody kind of like black keysy or, I mean, if we could, if we could Arctic monkeys to play for like f- $5,000, hey, that'd be it, awesome. It is your <laughs> festival. Uh, you can you can book whoever you want. Perfect. Money is no thing Money is for no the Pizza thing. Port this Music Festival. <laughs> so, so we got Arctic Monkeys. Yep, yep. They're on the bill. How many how many bands do we get? Um, let, I'd say let's go with five headliners. Ooh. So we have Metalachi, Manu Chow. We'll go with, we'll go with Black Keys. Okay, Black Keys. Yeah. I'm I like, gotta, so, I gotta invite, I gotta invite my buddy Mike Pinto and okay. his band. That's that's okay. He was my first roommate in California. Oh, really? We, uh, as strangers or as like loose acquaintances from a similar group of friends, ended up being roommates the first few years we lived in California, and oh. we lived down the street from Winston. So like the early days of my life in oh, San Diego, wow. where. Mike and I, not really knowing anybody, me selling merch at his shows, and if I sold enough CDs, we could like get a pizza. <laughs> and uh, at that time, like Gadfly was really big too, so mm. I it would just be us at those shows all the time. And wow. it, so yeah, he's he's come a long, long way. He sure has. Um, yeah, he has put together some really great albums with some really talented individuals, and his stage show is awesome. Okay, um, and I would want it full band because. Full the band, power, my the power Pinto, of horns. Yeah, you're not getting away with the with the solo acoustic show. Oh, at he the could Pizza do like Port a little festival. side, like Maybe VIP for, you know, meet the band. VIP, yeah, yeah. Meet and he could do he could do a meet and greet, but okay. we would want full band. So Mike would have to be there for sure. Mike Pinto, full band. Mike okay. Pinto, full band. Okay. I think I would want somebody like man, definitely somebody along the Devil Makes Three realm. Somebody that kind of ties that like country, like I don't want to say country, but. It's like a. It's uh, like a Americana kind of yeah. rock. Mm-hmm. Um, well, yeah. we can book Devil Makes Three. Okay, let's book Devil Makes Three. Devil Makes Three is, cool, we is got the that. big headliner. They we're were, the, they we're, were the last. We did it! Congratulations! Woo! High five! Keep support. All right. All right. Man, that was that's a eclectic group. Music is like beer. Everything serves its purpose. Depends on the weather, the mood, mm-hmm. if you've eaten, if you haven't eaten, what kind of day you had, what you're celebrating. Yeah. All of these things. Music is like that. Um, I had an interesting kind of, uh, game I wanted to play with you. It's an association game. Oh boy. Um, so like the first kind of, and this is going to be, uh, the first band that pops in your head Okay. when (laughs) I'll give you a style of beer. Style of beer? So there's a lot of like pairing, you know, food and beer pairings that are kind of like the, the, the big thing where there's like, 
oh, you know, these fancy dinners and stuff like that. Oh, we paired this beer with that food and it's great and everyone loved it and all that kind of stuff. I feel like why okay. why not do that with music? Yeah. Um, first one. Okay. Stout. See, I kind of, that one is a little silly because I just automatically went to Dropkick Murphy's because I also worked at an Irish bar for nine years. Oh. So when I think of St. Patty's Day and just all of the Guinness and all of that yes. stuff, which has really nothing to do with my life. <laughs> It was so such a huge part of my life, but um, I'll take it. That's acceptable. Yeah, yeah, there are no it. wrong answers. Okay, on cool. This. So like drop Murphy's. Murphy's. I like me personally. I, Eucharist. Um, I, oh, yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was thinking more uh, on for this one. I'm going global. I'm going to think Metallica because I think of just like a heavier, uh, you know, stouter band, which if you is will. funny because I think of Enter Night, which yes. is a Pilsner. Yes, <laughs> that is right. That is right. And we may talk about that later, but. I'm going to save that for a minute. Uh, okay, so. Okay. Next one? Yeah. IPA. Ooh. This is really hard for me. <laughs> <laughs> Do you want me to go first? I can go first, and then you can have time to kind of think about it. Okay, yeah. Okay, When IPA. I th When I think of IPA, um, I think of just kind of uh, fun music, easy to listen to, but still has a bite to it, and um, is something that you could kind of uh, drink all day if it's a session IPA, Absolutely. you know, um, and I just kind of, it kind of takes me back a few years, uh, green day. Okay. I mean, it's not, it's not over the top, like, you know, super punk. It's not like really hard rocking or anything, it's but it's, it's approachable yeah. pop punk kind of stuff. And you know, I've been a green day fan for a while. So why yeah. Not? Yeah. I think I go more towards like trampled by turtles and okay. like bands like that that are kind of jammy yeah. and you're just out there in the grass dancing with no shoes on drinking like a super hoppy IPA. That is a great answer. Thank you. I think that's I think that's probably probably more in line with what everyone else would think about. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> but that's the magic. It's something different to everyone. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, okay, this one kind of I was this one was hard for me. Okay. Uh, red ale. Ooh. You want me to go first? Yeah. Okay. So I put some thought into this because I didn't know what I would say to this. Yeah. And the more I thought about it, I kept thinking about um, the red trolley. Uh, and trolley made me think of San Francisco because, you know, the red trolley, the, the trolley up in San, uh, San Francisco. I don't know if it's called the trolley, but it's like a, it's like that cable car. Cable car. Cable car. Mm -hmm. and, uh, and so that made me start thinking of San Francisco. And then I started thinking, okay, what's the, like the ultimate San Francisco band? Grateful Dead. <laughs> so that's how like my here. mind does these word association games. Uh, like I, I see like red ale that goes here, that goes there. And then I end up by right. Grateful Dead in San Francisco. Yeah. See, that's a tough one for me. Cause when I hear red ale, I think of shark bite like immediately. Right. Mm. So with all these styles, they just go to kind of beer names in my brain yeah, before right. they do anything <laughs> yeah. else. And I was like, shark bite. Okay. Hawaii. Okay. Pepper. But then I'm like, well, I wouldn't really be drinking a red ale while I was listening to pepper. <laughs> Who would I, you know, I feel like it needs to have like a little bit more and then, okay, I can kind of play this game. So when I think about shark bite, I think about, Oh, this is going to take me into a different style. Damn it. <laughs> this, is, this is more challenging than I thought tricky, it would be. Yeah. Tricky. Yeah. I mean, you know, the, it's it is difficult. Like I, you know, I don't want to like put you on the spot, but you can pass if you want to pass. Devil makes sure. three. Okay, that's interesting. Yeah, how did you get there? So it's shark bite, like a red ale. So different than a a beer like red trolley. Like it's a, it's a hoppier red ale. So it's like drinking a pale ale. Okay, with a little bit more malt character. So you want to have a couple 
um, while you're kind of doing your thing. Yeah. Okay. Also, I think you might have influenced me with the Bay Area. I just like <laughs> flashed back to being at Fox Theater in Oakland and, and seeing them. Yeah. Um, and I don't remember what I was drinking. Okay. Probably Sierra Nevada Pale. <laughs> but we're going to go with Devil Makes Okay. Three. Devil Makes Three. Okay. Interesting. Okay. What next? Okay. Say uh, song. Am I saying that right? Saison? Saison. Saison. My initial thought on this is um, I think of kind of like a funky kind of beer. It's not like a, it's, it, to me, it's funky. Like, you know, I'm a very plain beer drinker. And so when I have a Saison, it's like Saison. Like I'm like, there's a little bit of, there's some weirdness to it. It's like, it's a little funky. It's a little, sure. you know, um, taste it tastes good. There's some malt in it, I believe. I don't, I don't know. I'm not a brewer. I don't know what I'm talking about. But anyway, what I think of when I think of Saison uh, is uh, red hot chili peppers. Kind of a little okay. funky. A little funky, but okay. very approachable. Yeah. You can to it all the time. You can drink it all the time. Yeah. But maybe not all day long, but here and there. Okay. Like suck my kiss or like um, um, scar tissue? I am thinking uh, scar tissue because... To me, like uh, uh, the saisons I've had have not been like super like in your face, you yeah. know, like, you know, jumping yeah. around doing all sorts of crazy stuff. Yeah. I'm thinking just more of a laid back kind of, you yeah. know, it's, it, it's, it's drinkable, but there's, there's something off about it. Yeah, off about it, but <laughs> some different about it. I'm really bad at describing describe beers. <laughs> so I'm okay with that. <laughs> um, okay. So I go two ways. Okay. Uh, one, and I, I, don't know her name and I really wish I did, but there is a like very like soft and kind of sultry um, uh, recording female vocalist, um, the girl from Impanema. And mm. it's like a cover of that song, but it's like kind of jazzy. And I feel like you hear it at really hip brunch spots. Sometimes. Oh, okay. Um, so they don't let me in at those part places. Of, <laughs> so I don't know what that, no. <laughs> part of it, part of me goes that way. Cause okay. it's like, I think of like a French saison, right? Like yes. something like that. Yeah. The other part of me goes to fish because it's a farmhouse ale. So I just pictured, uh. I, apparently I like jam bands right now. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, it's a farmhouse style ale. So I just I like think See, of like, it's collecting all of the flavor characteristics, you know, of the farm. You, like the yeast. The yeah, yeast drink, you know, all that stuff. you know, all about these beers I'm talking about. I just say <laughs> I the words, you know all about them. So you have a, a bigger point of reverence. I'm like, oh, Saison's kind of funky. Red Hot Chili Peppers. And you're like, let's get down to the nitty gritty. It's a farmhouse ale. And uh, that takes me back to fish. And I'm like, all right, you're 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 the expert. Stop. I know it. <laughs> okay, the last one we're going to do. Uh, and I had a difficult time with this as well. But uh, sour beers. Ooh. Like my my initial thought when I when I was looking at this was um well Stone Sour it's you know they're like a you know metal band uh, uh, I think Corey Taylor from Slipknot's in that band and you know that just you know just word just plainly word association you know took me yeah. but as far as like the actual you know, style of beer um I do not like sours. I'm like one of those people, like, I just can't, I can't do it. Yeah. And, and I'm um, just very excited about what band we're going to say right now. <laughs> uh, and so it's like, they're so weird. They taste weird to me and they taste really strange and funky. And like, um, I just can't wrap my head around it. And even though I appreciate that a lot of people find sours to be like the best beers, um, I associated that with Primus. Huh. Because Primus is one of those bands that I can appreciate their musicianship, sure. but I don't 
really listen to them very much. I don't really enjoy their music a whole lot because it's not for me. It, it just doesn't click. I don't yeah. know why. And uh, so bassy. Like, I just feel the bass. It's line. very it's just, yeah. Like, I would have to go with uh, George Clinton and Ooh, the P-Funk All-Stars because yeah. we have done a sour night during beer week at Pete's Port Ocean Beach for like at least seven years called okay. Who's Got the Funk? And that whole night, the jukebox is just raging funk music. <laughs> um, bar staff dresses all 70s funk style, and it's all these really um, treasured sour beers. So not necessarily like when I'm drinking a sour, would my brain go to that? But mm. that atmosphere has now merged them. Wow. Yeah. Okay. That you know what that makes way more sense than mine. No, and I I like yours better. I'm gonna adopt <laughs> yours. I'm gonna take yours your answer for but my it's own your as well. Answer. It's important <laughs> for it to be your own. Uh, I think uh, I think all of your answer, answers on these were were just top notch. I think they're like mine were just kind of middle of the road, kind of dumb, you know, but. I, I think that they were great. You put a lot of thought into it. I appreciate that. That's <laughs> awesome. Jill, thank you so much for being on our podcast. Um, I had a great time. I, I also had, had a great time. Thank All you right, so much yes. for, you know, thinking of me. I feel so honored with the the caliber of other guests you've had. Well, this is incredible. You're right up there with them. <laughs> thank you. Well, we may be self-isolating, but we're still thirsty, right? Why not place an order for some tasty brews on pizzaport.com? and pick them up between noon and 7.30 p.m. at any of their five locations. Bressy Ranch, Carlsbad, Solana Beach, Ocean Beach, and San Clemente. As always, visit SanDiego.com for extra insight into my conversation with Jill. And since we're all stuck at home glued to the tube anyway, put some music into your life by watching San Diego TV on Saturday nights on NBC7. And to wrap up the show, we're leaving you with a band that Jill mentioned earlier as part of the Pizza Port family. This week's local spotlight artist is Avenue Army, and we're featuring their latest single, Making or Breaking Us. Check out AvenueArmy.com to pick up a CD, a shirt, or downloads, all that good stuff. Of course, be sure to go see them when we're all out enjoying shows again, and I don't know about you, but that cannot come soon enough. Am I right? Until next time, stay safe and enjoy the music.
Trying to blame you for the lack of love or trust or anything else that's gone I meant to hint that when we're both inside the bottle It's impossible for one of us to quit without a problem, darling And it's a two-way street, you gotta meet me in the middle If you don't, I feel the deal is we will meet defeat We gotta talk and work it out, I know it sounds cliche But it's the only way we're gonna make it through another You'll come and say you're with me every step of the way And into every point I make And I'm sick of yelling, tell it again I went and tripped and fell into the same position Hit the ignition, it's the heart you're missing And when it began, I began to start to be the positive man To give you the world in the palm of my hand But now I'm making a different plan I used to have it, had to hold it Held it just to give it to you Now I wanna push it through you Tell you what you can do, yeah You gotta keep me alive You gotta keep me afloat I'm gonna keep I gotta keep you close oh. You gotta keep me alive You gotta keep me afloat oh. I'm gonna keep you safe I gotta keep you close Making or breaking us Well it's all the same You're never saving us So what will remain You making or breaking us You gotta, you gotta, you gotta keep me alive, oh, you gotta keep me slow, yeah, what you don't know, no, you don't know it. Close. You gotta, gotta do it